Hello London, we are ready for your vote. Hello, I'm Stephen Perkins and this is Douze Poir, your almost year-round companion to the Eurovision Song Contest from the team behind Bingewatch. Since we returned to the podcast airwaves in July, we've been taking some deep dives into the history of the contest, looking at subjects as varied as the ever-changing rules of Eurovision and the illustrious history of Ireland at the contest. If you've enjoyed those, the good news is that there will be more coming up very soon, but for this episode, I'm taking a brief break to return to current events, as we have some very exciting breaking news regarding both Junior Eurovision 2023 and Eurovision 2024. Let's go with the big news first. It's not exactly a surprise, but the BBC has confirmed the UK's participation at the Eurovision Song Contest in Malmö next year. But there were a couple of exciting tidbits tucked away inside their announcement. First of all, the news that the search for our song and representative were carried out over the summer, which does sound very much like a decision has already been made. I wouldn't expect an announcement anytime soon though, because May Muller wasn't confirmed this year until March, so we've probably got around five more months of the tabloids throwing out stories claiming that the latest pop starlet of the moment will be doing Eurovision for us, to be briefly followed by a statement on that star's social saying that they definitely aren't. What's even more exciting, however, is that the BBC has confirmed that the semi-finals will air live on BBC One again next year. Until this year, the semis had always been screened on BBC3 or BBC4, where they tended to be watched by under a million viewers, generally consisting only of the hardcore Eurovision fans. I was quite surprised to discover this year that quite a few of my friends weren't even aware that Eurovision had semi-finals. Because we were hosting the contest this year, the BBC moved the semis onto its flagship channel, where they brought in record-breaking ratings of 2.6 million viewers for the first semi and 2.5 million for the second one. Obviously, the fact that we were the host country, therefore they were more widely promoted and on a more mainstream channel, will have contributed to that massively, but the BBC were clearly very happy with that performance. And, if you think about it, that is a very healthy audience for four hours of television that costs comparatively little to produce, a fraction of the budget they need to fill that space with, say, four hours of drama. I think the expectation from most corners was that the semis airing on BBC One was strictly a one-time thing, and that they would go back to BBC Three next year, when we wouldn't be making quite such a big deal about the contest. But clearly the BBC were using the excuse of us hosting as a dry run for the move, and it's fantastic to see that they've made this additional commitment. While they haven't indicated that they plan on making this a permanent arrangement, it does seem likely that if the audience for the semis holds up in future years, they may well keep them on BBC One for good. As far as next year's contest goes, we should have a final list of participants very soon, as the EBU is expected to confirm all of the competing nations by the end of this month. So far, 36 countries have already issued their own confirmations, but we're still waiting to hear from a few countries like Australia and Romania. As far as the artists and songs are concerned, well, expect information on those to start trickling through from December, if not sooner. So far, Belgium and Cyprus have confirmed their artists, with Belgium sending Musti, who fans of the RuPaul universe may recognise as one of the judges from Drag Race Belgique, and Cyprus sending Celia Capsis. We'll be keeping tabs on the national finals and official announcements in the run-up to Malmö 2024, so this feels like a good time to suggest that you hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform if you haven't already done so. And there was even more Eurovision news from the BBC this week as they confirmed our act and song for Junior Eurovision 2023 this November. We are sending three-piece girl group Stand Unique, which is in all caps with a three for the E, just in case you were wondering, consisting of 12-year-old Hayla from Liverpool, 13-year-old Maisie from Essex, and 12-year-old Yasmin from Newcastle with the track Back to Life. 
This will be the first time that we've sent a group of any kind to Junior Eurovision, although admittedly we've only had four previous entries in total, so it's not exactly a robust dataset. It's also the first group we've sent to any form of Eurovision since Joe and Jake in 2016, and the first girl group we've sent at all since Precious in 1999. So it's definitely an interesting departure from the BBC's usual formula. And for what it's worth, I rather like the song on my first few listens. It's got a catchy whistling section, some all-important hand claps, and a bridge that really drilled itself into my head. And from the clips I've seen of the three girls being told that they were officially the UK's representatives, they seem to have a really good energy and chemistry together, so I'm going to wish Stand Unique the very best of luck at Junior Eurovision. I will be rooting for them. So, if anyone was wondering whether this podcast is going to be covering Junior Eurovision as well as the main event, the answer is yes. Coming up in the next month, we will have an episode on the history of Junior Eurovision, which will be a kind of beginner's guide, and we will also have a preview show in the week before the contest as well as a reaction show afterwards. And the good news is Junior Eurovision ends around tea time, so with any luck I can do my post-show podcast and still go to bed at a sensible hour. So while we're here, let's do a little primer on this year's contest. It will be held in Nice following France's victory last year in Armenia with Omamon by Lissandro, which was co-written by 2021 grown-up Eurovision runner-up Barbara Pravi. Last year marked the UK's return to the contest for the first time since 2005, and a fairly successful return it was too. Freya Sky's song Lose My Head won the online vote and finished in fifth place overall. The theme for this year's Junior Eurovision is Heroes, presumably the check to Marcel Müller is in the post, and there will be 16 countries taking part, including Estonia making their debut at the contest and Germany returning after taking a break in 2022, which also makes this the first time that the big five countries have all competed together at Junior Eurovision. The countries taking part this year are Albania, Armenia, Estonia, France, Georgia, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Malta, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Poland, Portugal, Spain, Ukraine, and United Kingdom. Armenia is the only one of these countries yet to confirm its act and song for this year, but we can probably expect them to do so very soon. The presenters for this year's show are Olivier Mine, who is best known as the current host of adventure game show Fort Boyard in France, and was the host of Junior Eurovision in 2021, and Laurie Tillemont, a French actress, model, journalist, presenter, and also Miss France 2011. The show airs on 26th of November at 4pm Central European Time, which I believe is 3pm in UK money, and will air over here on BBC One and CBBC. We will get into this nearer the time, but for the uninitiated, the voting is pretty similar to how it works in the main Eurovision contest, except the public vote is carried out online rather than by televote, and you're allowed to vote for your own country. That's it for now. A little bit shorter than usual, I know, but think of this as a breather episode before we go back to our regularly scheduled deep dives in a fortnight's time, and I will be bringing you more Junior Eurovision updates between now and the end of November. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, or whatever it's called these days, at bingewatch underscore pod, or find us on Facebook by searching bingewatch. Until next time, good night Europe, and good morning Australia. Australia.